Welcome to the State of Business with the Ohio Society of CPAs. I'm Jessica Salerno, Senior Content Manager at OSCPA, and this is the show where we bring you the latest news impacting the business and accounting world from top experts. In this episode, I'm speaking with Doug Hauser, CPA and Principal and Director of Construction and Real Estate Services at Ray & Associates about the construction and real estate industries. We discuss how the industries have fared during the pandemic, what hurdles they still are dealing with, what CPAs who serve these industries should know, and much more. Here's what Doug had to say. You know, the, the industry certainly weathered things very well. It was deemed essential business and, and largely kept operating as is, albeit with new protocols and, and all of those things that I think everybody adapted to fairly quickly and, and knew that they had to be put in place, you know, those safety provisions and PPE and things like that. Um, I think that has flipped a bit since the uh, vaccines became available. And by that, I mean that now that the construction companies are, are dealing with a lot of let's just say uncertainty and, and HR and, and personnel issues and how do we handle mask mandates if we're on government jobs, for example, how do we handle uh, potential vaccine mandates, whether or not we're doing, say, government work or not, or other types of public work, you know, the rules are just not consistent. And I think that makes it very, very challenging for everybody. Um, so I think there's a lot of effort being spent on those things. And you, you couple that with the fact that, you know, initially, okay, maybe there were some job delays or some projects got pushed back. And there, were, there was a lot of concern around force majeure clauses that, that exist in commercial construction contracts and even in some residential construction. Uh, areas. Well, now you can't really, you know, if you talk to some of the construction attorneys that, that we work with, you can't really argue force majeure because we're a year and a half into this. So it's, it's not unforeseen that we're dealing with COVID issues. So the question then becomes, how do you deal with it? How do you incorporate that into your business, uh, given that we're an environment where we've got people shortages and, and supply chain issues. So while it's a, it's a good time for the industry in terms of demand and available work, it's a very difficult time for the industry in terms of all these sort of secondary challenges, I would say. And you, you sort of touched on this just now in um, the previous answer, Doug, but what are some ways that you've seen or heard of um, those in the real estate and construction industry having to pivot over this past year and a half? Yeah, it's, it's very interesting. And I think the, the culture of the company has a lot to do with it um, and, and how well uh, the employee uh, base and the associates are, are kind of bought in to being a part of a team, uh, or do they see themselves more uh, individually? And it's it's maybe less team oriented. And I'll give you an example. I have a we have one client, um, pretty substantial government contractor, um, very transparent, very supportive, uh, great team environment. Um, they've really had very few issues, even 
dealing with some of this, knowing that all their work is government related, everybody's going to have to be vaccinated in order to continue to do, do that work, it, it's gone fairly smoothly. We have other clients, however, and other companies where maybe it's not received quite as well, and it's a difficult time trying to kind of communicate all this uncertainty. And, and if you're at the you know, the C-suite level of the company, you're, you're saying to yourself, geez, we're just trying to figure out what all these mandates and rules mean. And we're trying to take care of our employees as best as we can, but we recognize it's inconsistent. And the messaging just is, is very challenging. And um, I think because of that, we're, we're trying to have, make sure we have those conversations with our clients to um, really think about you know, the, the culture and the transparency. Um, and in our world, that goes to sharing results. Um, you know, we deal with obviously the financial statements and, and the tax part and some additional consulting, uh, you know, but we, we try to emphasize to our clients, the more transparency that you can provide to, to your employees, the better that we've seen um, they're, they're able to kind of adapt and, and pivot. It's, it's not an easy thing to do, but, but the good ones are, I think, recognizing that and trying to do it as best as they can. And are there any hurdles that you think maybe haven't been as well known to others outside of the real estate and construction industry that they're definitely having to deal with? Yeah, it's, you know, we, we hear a lot, of, obviously, about the, the people shortage and, and the supply chain issues, and those are certainly impacting the industry and, and many industries across the board. So I think um, we've seen a lot of interesting ways that companies are dealing with that. Uh, as an example, we've got one uh, construction-related client that does, they, they do a lot of construction material trucking. Um, and have had such a hard time, this was exacerbated by COVID, had such a hard time in recent years finding drivers, they decided, you know what, we're going to open our own driving school and recruit people really at kind of a pre-apprentice level. You know, they're just, I think, thinking further and further ahead in terms of how, how to get people. Um, and, and on the other side, in terms of like supply chain issues and things like that, um, we have clients that are investing more and more in equipment and things like that, as well as inventory, so that they can either A, do more things, let's say offsite and more efficiently with less people, and they're willing to bear the cost of, of having more materials on hand so that they don't get caught, you know, whether it's whether they're roofing materials or HVAC stuff or um, you know, steel or whatever, uh, that goes really across the, the construction and, and real estate industries. And I think it's pretty cool to see how quickly companies sort of figure out solutions because they, they kind of have to, um, you know, so the, the, the amazing thing is how, how quickly some of them are adapting and how, how good they are at, at doing that. And for those CPAs and accountants who are serving this industry or maybe want to serve this industry in the future, what do you think they should know about their clients right now in order to, to best help them? 
I think they all want, you know, they all want help and they all want advice. And the thing that I continue to hear is we want folks that are over communicating. Um, you know, this, this, when I ask clients or prospective clients, what do you want from, from your firm? They want resources and communication. So we're, we're trying to really, really focus on providing additional knowledge and resources beyond just the basic tax and assurance work because they, they like everybody they need people and they may not have their their you know as robust of a staff as they had previously for example so are we uh, going to be able to help them maybe with more outsourced uh, accounting work is that something that we can do um, how can we provide resources for them to allow them to focus on on their business beyond just our regular busy season compliance work. I think that's the biggest thing to think about. And those are the relationships that we enjoy the most and we have the most fun uh, helping because they feel like, and, and we feel like as, as part of the firm that we're really helping somebody. Uh, we're not just, you know, hey, cranking out their 1040 or, or you know, uh, or their review or audit, you know, they, they really want our assistance beyond that. So I think to have those conversations and provide as much of those resources as, as you can with, with your firm, um, you're just going to be so much better off with, with that client base. And you mentioned earlier how cool it is to kind of see them come up with these, these new ideas, new ways to handle yeah. the challenges that are thrown their way. Are there uh, any really great opportunities you see for your clients or hear them taking on themselves in this um, kind of stressful time? Yeah, it just, you know, and, and like I said, we're, we're seeing, okay, uh, here, the example I gave of a, a, a client starting their own um, training school for their, their trucking operations. So, you know, you're forming essentially a, a, a new operation and, you know, how do you best do that? Uh, there's certainly a lot of M&A activity um, that's going on now. A lot of um, folks that are, you know, closely held owner-managed businesses thinking about, all right, how do I plan for my transition and succession? And so how do we, how do we assist with that? How do we, you know, provide them a runway so that you can do that two, three, four years down the road and it's not a, a forced transaction? So starting to think much more about you know, some of the trust and estate planning that maybe we hadn't had to deal with as much in the last few years because the trust and estate exemption was so high. Um, it looks like obviously that's going to either sunset back to previous levels or even be reduced further. So getting ahead of those things now and starting to have those conversations um, to think beyond just this year, it's it's hey, where where do we need to be to try to help folks so that uh, you know two three four years down the road, it's a path that they want to be on, and and we can help them get there. So these clients really look at you as a trusted advisor. Um, you're you're helping them get to to where they want to be in their business. What questions are they regularly asking you, or you find that they're really needing uh, guidance on right now? I would say certainly the the you know projected tax changes that's always topic one a you know hey what's going to happen certainly we don't 
we don't have a crystal ball on that, but what we do try to say is, all right, let's plan and think through and talk, talk about some of your goals and let's not overreact. You know, so much of what you see in the news cycle, I think is uh, an overreaction and, and perhaps overblown. Let's, let's anticipate some change and, and how do we best sort of forecast or project for you based on your goals, but let's not, not overreact. That's question number one, it seems to be always. The, the second part is, you know, okay, given the, the current environment and maybe some things I have to do differently with my business, say, invest in, in more equipment and automate more, even though in, in construction, you know, it's, while that has happened, it's been, I would say, probably slower to progress um, before this time, this has really accelerated it. So if I'm going to be doing more of that, you know, what does that mean for my business and, you know, the needs that I have? Do I need more physical space? Uh, if I'm going to need more space for stored materials, because I have to have inventory, what does that mean? How do I, how do I structure that? What should I do uh, differently? And, and how should I incorporate that into my goals for succession and, and transition of my business. So it's really taken that broad approach and we try to sit down with, you know, the, the investment advisor, the banker, the, the bonding company, whomever, um, all those folks together. And, and the more we do that and share information together as a team, the better we, we serve our client rather than being in a, in a silo. And I know you mentioned you obviously do not have a crystal ball. You cannot predict everything that's going <laughs> to happen in the future. But um, where do you see the construction and real estate industry evolving in the next few years? It's I think it's going to continue to be gangbusters. I mean, we're going to get an infrastructure bill of some kind. I think everybody feels confident in that. Uh, perhaps even by the time this airs, that'll be be done. Uh, that's certainly going to assist the industry. Uh, construction is always something that needs to be done on a localized level. You can't outsource it uh, across the pond or across an ocean. I mean, it's got to be done locally. And, and there's just such a, a huge demand um, for those services, uh, whether it's residential or commercial, uh, particularly in, in central Ohio, but certainly throughout the state, we're seeing uh, investments in um, industrial property, uh, warehouse, data centers, uh, all kinds of things. And certainly uh, residential demand is, is quite strong. So uh, as long as interest rates continue to remain fairly low, uh, which no reason to think they wouldn't be, uh, I think we'll continue to see strong investments in, in construction and commercial real estate um, in, in this region and, and in our state. I just think that um, when you look at the amount of capital that banks have and that private equity firms have, you know, there's just tremendous return in, in construction and real estate. So they, they continue to, to chase that for a number of reasons. If I look at it from a, a client perspective, um, I, I always want to make sure I'm, I'm telling my, my CPA, my firm, what my goals are, you know, we, we don't want to assume any of those. And, and sometimes we don't, as a CPA or as a firm, we don't ask that, that question often enough. 
So if we're not, be sure you're telling um, your, your CPA what your goals are as a business owner or individual. And if you are a firm or, or a CPA, make sure you're always asking that question because you know, it, it can vary and change. Life situations change. It can be so different. And I think if we can um, adapt to that and, and help our clients uh, see a path to, to achieving those goals, whatever they might be, um, so much the better. And, and if we can make their life easier, um, then that gives us some satisfaction. And I think that's the, the fun part of the job. So, um, you know, it's, I think, again, it's, it's always a little bit of those soft skills and, and just having that empathy and, and understanding. And that, that leads you to really having a, a passionate feel for our industry, our business, and how we can serve clients. Thank you to Doug for taking the time to speak with me more about the real estate and construction industries. What would you like to hear on the podcast? You can always let me know at jsalerno, J-S-A-L-E-R-N-O at ohiocpa.com. And please remember to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.